Alright, what's going on everyone? What's up? I hope you're all keeping well. Welcome to episode 6 of the Under Wraps podcast with myself, Dara. Um, yeah, we're on the week number 6 already. The week's offline, boy. I take that as a good thing. Um, since time flies when you're having fun, as the people say. It's a funny thing actually when, when you hear phrases being tossed around like that. And you hear people saying, you know what they say. And I always think, who are they? You know, who was the first person that said that? Or was it a group of people? You know what I mean? But yeah, anyway, we're on the um, episode 6. We're going to do more lyrics. We're going to tell more stories. And there's 10 songs on the mixtape. Um, and for anyone that doesn't know, this podcast is based on um, the 10 songs from the mixtape that I recently brought out called Memories. It's out on Spotify, um, any streaming platform, um, Apple Music, uh, YouTube as well. There's a few music videos up there. Just type in Dara DM, D-A-R-R-A-D-O-E-M, and it'll all come up for you. Uh, it'll all come up under that name if you want to have a listen and stuff like that. Um, and thanks to anyone that has listened and, and has got back to me with um, a bit of feedback. A bit of feedback is always appreciated uh, to see how you're, how you're taking it on and how you're taking in the information. And the music as well, hopefully you're enjoying the music, which is uh, what I'm trying to do is to make you, make people feel something. And with the honesty as well in the lyrics. So yeah, we're, we're, um, I just want to thank uh, a few people as well that, that got back to me about the last five podcasts, especially. We hit 100 downloads and, and people are getting back to me, sending me messages, telling me um, that they took something from it. Um, telling me that... They, they just enjoyed it uh, as a casual listen, which which means absolutely everything to me. So if you can leave it a rain and share it with people that you might, uh, that you think will enjoy this podcast as well, please do as it helps me out myself. So yeah, we're going we're gonna to get straight in. Um, just a quick one. I don't know what I just... Yeah, I did say about the, the, the mixtape is the 10 songs. So we're on to number 6. This song is called In Check that I'm going to go through today. And... Yeah, apart from... The story of the mixtape is kind of... It's it's a running story. It's a linear story. So I recommend going back and listening to each song uh, in order to kind of get an idea of the story that I'm trying to portray especially with this podcast we can actually break it down and break down the lyrics and give you a bit of insight and a bit of information as to where my mind was at when I was writing it and stuff like that so that's what I'm trying to do so it's our first time uh, listening I definitely go back and go through the songs and even listen to the mixtape if you can uh, to get a, a general idea of, of what the vibe is um, in this podcast but uh, yeah, before I, I got into it, I'd just like telling us a bit about my week and something something that I took in, like an observation or something that I just done, an activity or whatever. So the weekend gone, I actually went down to Longford um, and it got me thinking about just Ireland as a, as a country. And being in Longford, it's just, it, it feels a lot different. Obviously, I'm from Dublin and, and Longford is far from, well, not far from, it isn't my comfort zone, but it's not that far away either. But I feel like being in a, a small town like that where if it still feels kind of tightening almost where I feel like Dublin is kind of breaking away from that. Obviously growing up in the flats, um, people were always tightening, especially when I was younger in like 
the 2010s, early 2010s and stuff and, and years before that. Um, it's only now you're seeing a massive change and a massive kind of isolation between people that aren't as close anymore and neighbours aren't as close and neighbours don't really talk to each other and stuff like that. But yeah, in Longford it still feels like they have that tight-knit community, um, which is something that I think an awful lot of people uh, need. Especially people that are, are probably struggling with something, whether it be addiction or whether it be um, money problems or, or any problems in general. But um, I think having people around you is, is a good source of of lift for your soul and and getting getting to express your feelings uh, in different ways instead of being isolated and on your own thinking about a kind of thing. So. Yeah, and then I was like, where where have I actually been in Ireland, my home country, the country I was born and raised in? And I haven't been to a lot of places, and I was trying to think, and I came across, um, I came across, I, I thought of, of where I was, obviously, not came across, I stumbled upon my thoughts, but I was in Belfast, I think three times I was in Belfast, and the first time was just to go up and have a look around, really. The second time was to go to a concert. Was I there the third time? Was I only there twice? I think I might have been only there twice. Sorry about that. Try the phone on silent. I think I was only there twice. And being there twice, what I took from that was it's kind of a... a obviously, it's a it's a British place. It's, it's a, Like, it's under... British rule or whatever it's part of the United Kingdom like Belfast you know they use pounds they have um, British road signs and stuff like that and yeah it's like I've been in England before and I've been in Belfast and it, it, it almost feels like that middle ground of, of Irish and British it's kind of a weird uh, it's hard to explain like uh, the feeling it is like obviously there's places in Belfast that are still divided massively and stuff Um. But being up there as as a person from Dublin, um, I didn't really feel like I I, I didn't really feel that intimidated or whatever. I feel like people go up to Belfast and expect to be like intimidated or something like that. But obviously the places are changed and the world has changed and become a more uh, become a more equalised, you could say in some cases. But anyway, I was in Belfast and. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I think I thought it was alright. The food, especially, I thought was was nice as well. That Tim Hortons place, breakfast place. Now it's only fast food or whatever, but it was toe to toe with McDonald's breakfast, like McDonald's and McMuffin or whatever. So yeah, that could be up for the bay. If you've had Tim Hortons, let me know. Then moving on to Cavan. Um, when I was younger, I went to the the Cavan Centre about. About, about four or five times i say we went to the cavern centre and that was part of a, a youth club that was in the area by the flats and the majority of, of the kids in the flats went to this youth club and I think that youth club actually probably saved a lot of lives and opened a lot of eyes to, to different perspectives of the world and different perspectives of how you can be successful and not get caught in the not get caught in the kind of poverty sake and uh, area that that we lived in so I think the 
a poverty sake and poverty stricken area that we lived in so i think i think youth clubs are a massive advantage to anyone that has one around the corner and anyone that has one in that area um definitely definitely recommend going to the youth clubs and using them um to to gain some knowledge and and to build relationships with adults from when you're when you're younger like you know sometimes sometimes when you feel like a kid talking to an adult that can be a a bit intimidating but when you're a kid talking to an adult and the adult feels like they understand you and they're on a common ground with you, um, I think that's a it's a different uh, approach that I think is a is a a great skill that some people have and are able to to really invest in the young people and and sacrifice that time in order to help the next generation and show them a different way. Um, and then I think if you have a good mentor when you're in the youth club, I think you'll always remember them. Like you'll, they'll stick out in your head for the for the rest of your life if they've had if they've had an impact on your life. And for me, I, I can count on I can count more than one um, that definitely had an impact on my life and showed me different ways and different different approaches to just growing up and not kind of painting everything with the same brush I paint and everything with, with negativity and just looking around and observing things and trying to be as self-aware as possible um, because they showed us that way f- for the first time I think um, so yeah I definitely recommend going to you clubs um, if you're still of that age I don't know what I a lot of people that listen to this podcast are a bit older, over 18, but if you're younger than 18 or if you're, if you're a kid still and you listen to this, so definitely go to a youth club and try and get involved. Yeah, you never know where it might take you. So I was in Cork actually before, um, but I, I didn't actually get the chance to go around and explore Cork. I was just in a, we were doing a music workshop, like a rap workshop. In one of the schools down in Cork and Knocknaheeny, and rumor has it Knocknaheeny is meant to be one of the one of the roughest, uh, in quotations, one of the roughest uh, places in Cork. Obviously, being from an area myself, that was held as rough, um, from people outside the area that thought it was a, it was rough. Um, you could probably see that, but growing up in an area like that, you don't really, cause you're used to it, you don't see it from the outside, so you're just like, this is normal to me. But from uh, people looking in, it can look a lot different and feel a lot different. So, so yeah. Um, Carlo, I was in Carlo before uh, a few times. Didn't see a lot of Carlo now, but yeah, it's just a small town. It, it felt a bit similar to Longford. And then I was up in 30 years ago. I was up in 30 years ago. Probably, I was about, probably only about eight or nine. And a team from Dublin, uh, from around Percy uh, area, Liffey Liffey Wanderers. Liffey Wanderers got to a football final. I think it was the Leinster Senior League, or the Leinster Cup, or one of them intermediate cups or something like that. And I don't actually know if it was a final. It might have just been a one of the rounds, you know, second or third round draw. They drew Derry. Obviously, Derry is a Premier Division side. So it was a massive trip going up on the coach and all up to the Brandywell up in up in Derry to have a look. And uh, obviously I was younger so I didn't even take in that I was in Derry, like a place riddled in Irish uh in prominent Irish history. 
that I didn't even know about really at the time because I was so young and yeah I didn't get to take that in it a lot but I'd love to go around them places again uh, being a bit older and, and a bit more aware of my surroundings to, to actually go around and take it in a bit more and take in the history of the place and the culture you know that way so so yeah I think that's all I've seen and actually I was in Waterford actually uh, only two years ago or a year ago maybe I was in Waterford actually, got to see a lot of Waterford, got to see the town, got filled there, stayed there for the weekend, so I thought Waterford was a, a a great modern kind of, like a modern town, like a modern small town in Ireland, they didn't feel as a, as kind of, not old fashioned but, like the likes of Longford is still, uh, Longford felt a bit quieter I'd say, but Waterford was definitely louder, um, and it was it was bigger as well. It felt like so. So yeah, I got to see a bit of Waterford, and I'd still like to go around. I haven't been on the west coast at all, um, and barely down south in any of the places. So I'd love to get get around Ireland and actually see the country for what it is, you know. Because I think we look growing up, you look so well. In my case, we we always look forward to trying to get to Spain or trying to get out of Ireland but there's so many beautiful places in this country that we don't even know about well I don't even know about I've yet to uncover that I actually want to go and visit and learn about uh, considering the fact that it's my home country it's my homeland and it'd be nice to know about what's actually in this country you know so yeah that's a little uh, observation a little thing that popped into my head probably uh, didn't explain it the best way is stumbling over a few words and that but i hope you get the gist and let me know if, if you know any nice places around the country that, that you can go or that i could go and visit and, and try and soak in a bit of what ireland actually is you know because ireland is this green this big green country you know this this full of full of land but when you're in the cities like dublin um i think you can be you can be hidden from that so easily if you, if you don't have the capability or you didn't get the chance to actually leave Dublin and go and visit different places, different counties. I think uh, you're missing out. So I don't want to miss out. I don't want to get to an age where I'm looking back on. Oh, I wish I went this place, that place, you know. So why not think about it now? I think uh, it'll only add to me, me knowledge and understanding of the place. So yeah, that's where my head's at at the moment with that. So. We're going to jump into the song now. Uh, this is number six off the mixtape. And it's called In Chick. So I'm going to start off by reading the chorus. Then I'm going to go through the first verse. And then I'm going to go through the second verse. So the chorus starts off. I got to reap what I sow. Even though I don't see... Do you know what? I'm going to start again. I'm not going to edit this. Stumbled out of my words. But yeah, here we go, right? I'm gonna reap what I sow, even though I don't seem stressed. Gotta make my bed go lying, even though I wanna sleep less. Never gonna chill now, never digress. Eat these words, let them digest. Yo, Barriana, thank you next. What's up, karma? Keep us in check. Please caress, don't go for the neck. So, it's a bit weird reading it out, uh, kind of easy like that, but it's actually on a drill beat, so it's faster than, than what I've spoken it. Um, it's faster and it's got me voice is a lot more powerful and high pitched. I'm just trying to keep this calm and nice on the ears as I'm as I'm going through this 
like all the other songs I'm reading them like poetry instead of rapping them I feel like to get the message across completely so when I think about I can't read what I saw even though I don't seem stressed so I'm just messing with words there obviously it seems just souls things and um, with tread so I'm just saying I am um, that saying yeah you gotta reap what you saw as in you have to take accountability and responsibility for your actions in that sense and yeah people probably get stressed about their actions and stressed about their responsibilities but I'm basically saying I'm not stressed because I, I fully believe in the words that I'm saying right now so and then you hear that other saying if you make your bed go uh, you made your bed go and lie in it is another way of saying you've you've caused this situation to happen so now it's up to you to face the consequences and try and fix the problem then I'm saying even though I want to sleep less so you made your bed go lie in it but I want to sleep less because I believe in what I'm doing I believe in the the steps that I'm taking so I don't actually need to lie in the bed that I made because I'm happy with the way it's panned out I hope that makes sense and then never gonna chill now and never digress so that's just a, a play on my own mind in the sense that I feel like I never really relax I'm always on the um, on the forefront of making the next step and trying to make things happen because when I chill I feel like the guilt creeps in of chilling and I'm like I'm spending this time relaxing when I could be actually taking action instead of relaxing so yeah these things these things come into my head so I'm never gonna never digress even though you have to digress some things and take it in and stuff like that but in this case uh, when I was writing this I didn't feel like I was uh, able to chill somebody shouting out the window somebody singing yeah, they're gone boy <laughs> if you can if you heard that I don't know I'll listen back and see if you heard that anyway um, <laughs> I'm not even going to edit this out I'm going to leave it in if you heard it anyway you probably didn't there was somebody shouting at the window and they were singing as well but let's go so I said you Bariana thank you next what's up karma keep us in check please caress don't go for the neck so there was a video of Ariana Grande in Dublin coming out of a shop called Tola Vintage, which is a, a vintage clothes shop um, in the heart of Temple Bar. And obviously, as you can imagine, there was a crowd outside uh, waiting for her to step out of the shop. And uh, one of the lads that was around uh, was at the barrier as she walked out, shouts, Yup, Ariana, pure Dublin, you know what I mean? Like, you, you hear the word yup all the time in Dublin, especially amongst the younger generation. Um, yup this, yup that, yup is just part of the, the vocab at this point. Um, but anyway, I, I just turned that in saying yup, Ariana, and then thank you, next, as in bring on the next problem. Obviously, thank you, next is an Ariana Grande song. Very good song as well. And, uh, yeah, so... What's up karma? Keep us in check. So karma goes around, comes around, you know the saying, you know what I mean? So um, I'm saying karma, you need to keep me in check. So 
if I'm about to do something bad or something that I don't believe in, karma is going to bite me on the arse. So I need to be aware of that. So I'm, I'm making karma keep me in check as I make decisions and try and do the the right thing for myself. And I'm saying, please, caress, don't go for the next. So I'm talking about karma. Even if I put a foot out of line, I make the wrong decision. I'm, I'm telling karma, go easy. I'll fix it. You know what I mean? You don't have to. You don't have to make something tragic happen uh, for me to fix this mistake. But Mother Nature doesn't really care. You know, she will strike at any time and take something you love or, or just throw a spanner in the works into what you have going on so you need to be ready for that so yeah that's the chorus uh we got we got into that a bit um sorry for the interruption as well of, of somebody outside but we'll see back to we'll listen back to see if, if you heard it um i'm not gonna edit this though i just want this to be raw and natural as it happens you know that way so have i got any water around let me see a bit of water you probably heard that shaking the bottle barely out in a but Need a little sip of water. The mouth goes dry, very easy from talking. Especially when you're talking to yourself <laughs> and you're trying to fill in the you're trying to fill in the, the empty spaces. We're gonna move on to verse two. And verse two, let me see. Yeah, I'm gonna read right through. It is long, it's probably longer than any of the verses that I've actually that I've actually read out so far but anyway we'll see what happens so looking at a circus juggler throwing up fire don't drop then smother it let it breathe more air than the canister not an asthmatic lungs have stamina up front shotgun passer got the best view when I lead I'm a finisher that's me when I make that choice That's me when I treat them bad or when I treat them nice No need to pour wool on lawyers Bad attitudes no land void I despise disconnecting my devices Ignorant to my advice I hate that Bro comes asking Words of the worst Stuck in the dark I'm there as a good Rolls reversed and I need more light Cause I can't see mine to myself I'm blind On the spot I turn introverted On the mic I'm the extroversion of a burning so extroverted, this graft is all cash converted. Aware I'm immersive, heat the immersion, switch it uplifting. On a beat, I'm Tokyo drifting, need for speed on the track, not sniffing. Never up the nose, I don't do bag when I chit chat, premeditate the vocab. Bangers and mash, cooking up in my lab. Fun fact that Raxin is on the map, gay crashing them for taking Galga, taught her to So that's. Verse 1. Sorry, I had a minor interruption there at the end, if you heard that. I apologise. And that's the chair squeaking as well. So, yeah, we're going to keep moving. So, we're going to go through this verse. Try and, try and calculate the story of where my head was at when when these lyrics um, came out of my mind. So, I feel like when you have problems going on and when you, when you feel like you're at a... Kind of a crossroads, you have to make choices or something. It can feel like you're playing with fire, as as the saying goes. Uh, so I was saying, looking at a circus juggler. So I felt like that juggler in the circus that's throwing them fire sticks up in a circle above their head, 
and it feels like they're, they're trying to make the choice of which one to catch and which one to throw and which one to catch and so forth so I feel like when you have problems or stuff or something's going on in your life and you kind of don't know what to do we can feel like you're just juggling choices of what to what to do next and how to act on it so that's where I was thinking with that and then also don't drop then smother it so if you drop that fire stick it might go out it might get smothered on the ground as it as it hits the tarmac and and rolls maybe and it might go out and that choice is probably gone so don't burn your bridges don't burn your choices is what I'm saying there and then yeah so I'm just saying I have I have enough air enough air inside me enough oxygen inside me to to rap really because this is a fast track I'm saying more air than the canister not an asthmatic and my lungs have stamina obviously stamina is endurance Um. so yeah that's where I'm going with that just talking about rapping in general being up front being number one in front of the race a bit like you saying bolt in the 100 metres or whatever uh, I'm saying shotgun passer so passenger in the in the shotgun seat I'm not talking about guns there I wouldn't I wouldn't talk about stuff I don't know about so um, I'm talking I'm just messing with words but I'm basically just talking about sitting in the front seat the shotgun seat of a car and being up front um, and then I'm trying to lay it um, what shotgun passer got the best view when I laid I'm a finisher yeah yeah so so yeah when I laid I'm a finisher so I'm talking about a striker in football there um, the lead up the top of the pitch that's goal poaching aiming for goals the, the theme of this song seems to feel a bit like responsibility because here I say that's me when I make that choice treat them bad or treat them nice so it's it's all me whatever choices I make and whatever way I act and sometimes you can act on emotion and your the situation isn't actually clear to you in your head and you have to go away and think about it and come back to it come back with a reasonable solution um, and not act on feelings because sometimes your feelings can can make a situation seem worse than it is or make it actually seem untrue or make it seem that certain events happened a certain way but they they factually didn't happen that way and that's when you get get crossroads between people's stories when they're talking about certain situations or something like that so you have to be careful with your feelings because they can they can develop a narrative that that probably didn't happen so be careful with that um, I'm saying there's no need to pour wool on wool on Louis bad attitudes and all that void. So I'm just talking about that having a bad attitude, giving into your feelings and not actually thinking uh, consciously about the situation and how you can resolve it uh, without any kind of without any violence or or hostility uh, to try and find a peaceful way to to come to a solution. Um, that might be a good option for both parties whoever whoever is involved again my writing is more general uh, I'm, I'm not really talking about I'm not talking about one specific time or one specific situation in this so disconnecting my devices ignorant to my advice so like 
when I disconnect, so people say, uh, use your own devices or stick to your own devices, you know, stick to what you know. But I'm talking about devices as well as, as like a phone or a laptop or the television. When I disconnect that, I'm ignorant to my own voice because I'm not being influenced. So, sorry, when I disconnect that, I'm, get, I'm letting my own voice into my head because I'm not being influenced. That's what I meant to say. Um, so, that's what I mean by that. Then, obviously, bro comes asking words of the wise. I'm in the dark, I'm there as a guide. When the roles are reversed, I need more light because I can't see mine to myself. I'm blind. So, sometimes we're the best at giving a voice, you know. When someone comes to us with a problem, especially a close friend or, or a family member, you almost have the solution straight away. You know what to say. You know what to say to make them feel better. You know what to say to probably get them out of that situation and make them feel better for a shorter period of time before they find a, um, a proper solution to, to end the whole problem or kind of make it make it stop whichever is whatever is going on in their life so but then I'm saying when you reverse that sometimes uh, sometimes you don't if you don't ask for help people probably, people won't see that you need help or people won't see that you're maybe struggling with something so you can be the brightest light on the outside but when you look in it can be it can be dark at times and it can be hard to, to ask for a voice or whatever but um, that's something I feel like I've got over if I ever need help or a voice and I have certain people that I can go to and and ask for help you know to get me through something and I think best thing to do is, is try and sometimes that circle can't be made it just is what it is you know people come in now your life and keep the ones around that are that are there, there for you and have your best interest at heart and um, which can be hard to find so if you have that you're blessed then i'm saying on the spot a torn introverted so sometimes in certain situations I feel like I'm a bit of an introvert but when I'm rapping or when I'm performing I feel like I'm that I'm the most extroverted extrovert the most extroverted version of an extrovert of myself is what I'm trying to say so that's what I mean by that um, I'm the extroversion and then I'm saying this graft is all cash converted so cash convert converters was a shop obviously you could bring things in to trade for money um, so I'm doing a bit messing with a, with wordplay there, and I'm saying this graft is all cash converted. So you know, work for what you're worth. Um, we have to do certain things for free. We have to do certain things because you know to get get us into a into a place where you can eventually make money from your passion or, or make it a job or even if you find the job that becomes your passion. You know that's that's all anyone wants is that purpose that's what people strive for for the whole entire life so you found that that's a mass that's like winning the lotto it's probably in some arguments better than winning the lotto because you have a purpose you know you're, you're fighting for something you know that way so when I say cash converted I don't mean I'm doing it for money I'm not because I haven't really earned a cent from barely any music that I've ever made it's all being for the love of it and for the passion of it and I just couldn't help. I had the music inside me. I had the songs inside me, and I, I can't ignore that that feeling of it. If it wants to get out, the urge to just put them words onto a page and go to the studio, record it, find a beat, and 
develop it into what it is now which is the mixtape um, from these 10 songs so I'll move on to aware I'm aware immersive heat the immersion switch it up lifting so yeah I'm 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 just trying to say that I'm self-aware. I'm immersed in situations. I'm really looking around and observing, taking everything in. Um, and then I'm messing with that heat, the immersion. So, you know, obviously the immersion brings hot water, heat. You know, people say like, yeah, just, you know, on a, on a track or on a rap, people bring the heat, people bring fire. You know what I mean? Fire in the boot or whatever. Um that's what I'm kind of going for there and like when I'm saying what it what it actually is it's it sounds a bit I think it sounds a bit cheesy or something to me right now but as I'm writing it I'm, I'm using other words to kind of make it sound better almost I make it sound the way I wanted the sound or use the word that I want to use whereas when I'm explaining it it, it feels a bit different but that's what it means anyway in the last bit, um, I'm just talking about. I'm basically talking, saying that I don't need. Uh, I don't need to use any other, any drugs or anything like that to to enhance me writing or enhance me ideas or put me in a place where I need to be to, in order to create or whatever. So I said, um, I'm Tokyo drifting, need for speed on the track, not sniffing. Never up the nose, I don't deal back when I chit chat, premeditate the vocab. So obviously I'm talking about when I'm when I'm actually speaking to you, when I'm actually writing something, I'm, I'm really thinking about what I'm writing. Uh, it's coming from a place of of honesty and a place of experience. So it's not filtered or, or distorted. Well I don't think anyway in this case. So I feel like Cocaine is just one of them. Uh, I've never taken it, but in my opinion, it's it's one of the worst drugs out there. I think it's it's a it's a very it seems to be very 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 addictive to some people, and and I, I wouldn't have if I was out with people and, and say they were doing it, I wouldn't look down on them or judge them or nothing like that. Um. But as a kid, I, I just always said I wouldn't ever do that, like, never. Um, same with most drugs, I don't really see a benefit from, from me. I think it'd make things seem worse almost if I was to do that. So I just tend to stay away from it. And it is hard, I will admit. It's very hard when you're younger and, and you're a teenager and you're seeing your friends doing it and stuff. And it looks like they're having a great time. And then when you're not doing it, you feel a bit outside of that circle. Um, and it can be hard to be around if you're not into it and everyone around you is doing it. You almost feel kind of divided from them, but trying to stay on the same level, which can be hard. So, so yeah, I never, never indulged in that. I don't really plan to either. Um, to be honest with you, I wouldn't. <laughs> to be honest with you, the thing with me and, and when I look at people that... that um, I've taken drugs, say, um, on the weekends or at parties. I'm not, I'm not talking about an addict or nothing like that. I mean people that just kind of take drugs for the 
like functional people that are working and stuff and and have a life and stuff and they don't mind going out and doing it and whatever. Um, I just I don't know. I just I was more afraid looking at it, uh, more afraid to do. I was putting the thought of putting this substance into my body and I don't know what's in it. Is a I just couldn't get over that thought and I'm just worrying about like what if I what if I die or something you know what I mean like I probably wouldn't have but you never know like I just had that in my head what if I what if something happens in my body it doesn't agree and I just so I was more fear and it was a lot of uh, being younger and told like don't do it don't do drugs don't get into that don't get into that obviously we're all everyone's told that as a kid um, but being around it and saying no is, is hard and I managed I managed to keep on doing that which is which I don't regret or anything like that so but yeah moving on um, that when I get into that type of type of uh, topic it is hard for me to explain how I feel about it because um, I'm, I'm still kind of developing an idea and developing an, an understanding of how I feel about topics like that and what's right and what's what's wrong and stuff and how do you what's the best way to kind of approach people and help people if you need to that are maybe close to you that are on it and you you want to help them and stuff or yeah it can be a hard thing to, to face but I'll move on from that and I'm saying um, fun fact our accent is on the map gay crashing and for taking Galga Tar Erda so Tar Erda is Oscalga, Irish, meaning Ireland's my home. And yeah, I'm just basically talking about not being able to speak the Irish language, which I am so jealous when I go into countries and, or anyone, just anyone that can speak their own language and even just being around people you work with or people in the, in the city community, whichever, that speak a different language. And if you're around a number of people and you're the only one that doesn't speak that language, it makes you feel like, I feel like it makes me feel so devoided, isolated again, that isolation. Whereas I'd love to be able to have a conversation in fluent Irish with people. And obviously, if we grew up with it, we wouldn't even think twice about it because we would have took it for granted. But not being able to have it, that's probably a bit, a bit harsh because I could go and study it if I really wanted to. But I wish it was taught to us from birth, and it was in the in my home, in the family and stuff. And obviously, in school, going hard on the Irish and trying to really learn it, so we can we can speak to each other in our own native tongue. Um, but yeah, that's that's verse one. That was long. That was long. We're gonna go on to verse two now. Here we go. DKC the old me, the day one. Darted the M, the new me, the same love. These eyes have seen all that I've done, why try run, I might make a wrong turn, for the worst, isn't it a gift or a course, all that we go through, pleasure and hurt, what do we owe to, coming up first, studs in, grip on the turf, what's work, if it's not what you're worth, I'm sick, the mic is a nurse, I'll get reimbursed, taking the purse, sooner than later, pushing for labour, sure, I've been there, ain't no stranger, post office wager, won't come close to my words on paper. Trailblazer by human nature. What's the catch is to be the chaser. That's verse 2. So. Um, my initials are DKC. 
and DKC was the first rap name I ever went with. One of the first songs I ever put out was DKC Homeless. Back in 2014, made a little music video and stuff like that. My voice is so squeaky and I'm so much younger. It's mad looking back to think that's me. Like, you know, it's, it's all, like, what is it? 10 years next year, like, which is unbelievable. Mad to think, like. Um, and then Dara DM is the name I go with now. I explained before that DM, Carpe DM, says today. I'm just using the word DM and putting it after my name, Dara. So Dara DM, you know. Um, which I see as it translates as Dara Day, but I just mean I am me every day. <laughs> I'm Dara every day. What like whatever comes to me, whatever's in my mind, I'm 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 in this body. I'm in this brain every day. So that's the way I see it. Then obviously, these eyes have seen all that I've done. Like you know, it's just purely what I, what it says. I'm a witness to to everything in my life, and. I'm saying so why try to run uh, I might make a wrong turn so try and face the problems you have head on um, because in life you're guaranteed pleasure you're guaranteed hurt you're guaranteed good and you're guaranteed bad and it just depends on how you navigate that uh, and then like what do we owe to coming up first so if you want to come up first you have to put your another football term studs in grip on the turf really get into it you know that way so What's work if it's not what you're worth? Again, what you're worth and what you're working for is it worth it to you? You know, the work you're doing, that's something that you have to think about uh, when you develop a skill set and when you think you're valuable to to the job you're doing. Messing again with wordplay, I'm sick, the mic is a nurse, I get reimbursed. Taking the purse sooner than later, pushing for labour, sure. I know a midwife. I didn't say midwife, but I said nurse, and then pushing for labour. I'm kind of interlinking that, um, which could be seen as a child labour because the woman pushes, you know what I mean? So that's kind of a little um, double entendre. And then I'm saying I get reimbursed, taking the poor. So as I get older and try and make me passions into a career, hopefully I can be financially stable, which is which is what we work for, you know that way, so, um, and then, after labour, I said, I've been there, ain't no stranger, post office wager, so, I spent a few weeks, on, on the, on the job seekers, and stuff like that, not afraid to, to admit that, I wouldn't be ashamed of that, or anything like that, um, but I've worked for more, I've worked for, well longer the time, than I was, than I was on the job seekers, but, a lot of people I grew up with, were on job seekers, even people in my family, were on job seekers, so it didn't seem out of the norm, for me, or nothing like that, Um, is it just me, or is my voice cracking a bit, or going a bit, squeaky or something, ah well, what can you do, Um, but anyway, where was I, yeah, so just the post office thing, I remember just the thought, going into the post office, uh, sometimes was a bit, humiliating and strong, but I'd say, I just didn't want to be in that place I felt like I was worth more than going to the post office to get money from the state I feel like I had to work and earn my money which is what I do now uh, big change so yeah trailblazer by human nature and what's the catch is to be the chaser so I feel like when I say trailblazer by human nature I mean it's in my nature to lead and make it and, and try and push 
different things that aren't that are out of the norm for for what you're taught or not not necessarily what you're taught because a lot of people a lot of people around me taught me that there's different perspectives and different ways to go about your life and the choices you make so I'm basically trying to be honest with myself and whatever urges I feel to do in terms of creativity or anything like that I just want to go and grab it and see what happens what comes from it because you never know so trailblazing in that sense and then what's the catch of all this is to be the chaser obviously chase and catch are two opposites well kind of um, and I'm saying like the catch is you have to chase chase your dream you know that's that's basically what I'm saying and that so so yeah that's uh, that's the end of, of that song in check it's on the mixtape Dara DM uh, Dara DM Memories the mixtape is on all platforms D-A-R-R-A-D-O-E-M if you want to search that up and yeah, thanks for listening again. Um, please share it amongst people you think will find this interesting. Um, and thanks to the people that texted me and I getting in touch and rating the podcast as well on Spotify and stuff like that. So I'm very grateful. Uh, there's four songs left. This is out every Tuesday morning. So if you're on the go uh, on a Tuesday and you have nothing to listen to or you're getting sick of the radio, uh, switch on Under Wraps and, and have a listen. Um, if you can so yeah i'm very grateful and that's all for this week so yeah i'll talk to you after